Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to get sexy. So watch Secular Sexuality live Thursdays at 7 p.m. Central. Visit tiny.cc slash YTSS and call into the show at 512-991-9242 or connect to the show online at tiny.cc slash callsex. Welcome to Talk Heathen. Today is Sunday, July, July 17th, 2022 in the year of our Lord. I'm your host, Johnny P. Angel, and joining me today is my co-host and your friend, Katie Montgomery. Katie, how are you? Yay, I'm good, thanks. Um, despite the snowy scene behind us, I am incredibly hot right now. Uh, it's like the hottest time in UK history, so good times. If I just melt in the show, then you'll know why. Please don't, please don't do that. We'll, we'll <laughs> lose I? whatever ad revenue because the unsafe. <laughs> I, and also it'll be a tragedy. Yes, yes, it'll be a tragedy as well. Do you know what? Talk Heathen is a live call-in show. We have open I lines, but we have callers uh, already who we are very eager, itching even, itching to get to. So get your calls in at 512-991-9242 or from your computer that is online at tiny.cc slash call T-H. Talk Heathen is a product of the Atheist Community of Aust, a 501c3 organization dedicated to the promotion of positive atheist culture and the separation of religion and government or church and state. Pick your poison. Uh, there are ways you can support Talk Heathen and the ACA. Why? You can support us on Patreon. Yes, at tiny.cc slash Patreon TH. There it is. You can like the video, subscribe to the channel, enable the notifications by ringing that goddamn comment below for your favorite caller, host, or the opposite thereof. Uh, you can help from, per perpetuate the mission of the Talk Heathen and the Atheist community of Austin by doing so, and we'd sure. And below the live chat, we have a fundraiser. 100% of the proceeds go direct to the Eighth Community of Austin. YouTube does not charge any fees. And with that, let's all go to this chat. Kyle from Illinois. Uh, he, him. Kyle says, Kyle says, I can argue productivity goes down without a religious basis 
in our civilization. Kyle, you are on Talk Heathen, America's well, favorite talk show with Katie Montgomery and Johnny P. Angel. How are you doing, Kyle? Tell us what you mean by that. Yeah, what does productivity mean? Yeah. Well, perhaps perhaps I should have clarified just a little bit better in my call screening notes, but okay. it has to do with everything like religion being a basis for morality. The way people live, the way people communicate with one another, it's all the same. If you... If there's no religion, if you're an absent from religion, then you can go off into really bad ideas. Do you mean like beheading people or or you can with religion? Yeah, like beheading yeah. people yeah. that would yeah. never happen yeah. without religion, right? I, th I think all religions take people into bad yeah, ideas, well that's, and I yes, think only without religion can you be yeah, morally that's not a, correct. That's not a real. I don't think that's a real. That's not a real religion. Oh, I say no, no true, no true beheading, no true beheading <laughs> theists. Okay, you're right, but we would never burn, let's say, I, witches. Let's say we would never burn witches without with with uh, with religion, right? Of course not. No. No, no, no. And cool. and we Problem would so. never we would never have a holy war or a crusade no. with religion. Certainly, we wouldn't do that. That would never never happen. Only those pesky secular humanists going on their jihads yeah. or their crusades or things. Only like that, atheists right? on the crusades. That was that was the yeah. historical fact. That's right. There's there's no theists in foxholes. We know that. You didn't mean that, but that's not what you meant, Kyle. Please, please. Elaborate and explain, because surely all of my snarky ass comments are directed toward the 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 the, con the comment that you. Made. So, what do you really mean? We had our fun, enough fun. What do you got, Kyle? Well, I mean, my son, he's my son's really young. He has an idea that he is free mind. He is a free agent. He does. He does. But he seems to be abandoning his Christian upbringing for this made up religion that I can't understand. And I'm like, if you're not following Christianity. But what, well, why is that religion, religion made up? It's not a, it's not a, it's not like a real religion. It's a religion in his mind that he made up. So as opposed to the ones that other people made up, those are real. It was, yeah. How do you, how, well, no, like, no, what's no, the no, difference? No, no, they're not. All right. All right. So what is the religion? All the other, ones, good are question. All the other ones are real. Yeah, so, what is the what's religion the... that he is pointing on to? Well, it, I don't know. I can't understand fully. Are you too familiar with the show Avatar on Nickelodeon? I've heard of it. The Last Airbender. Yeah, I've heard of it too. Yeah. The, the, the Airbender, he bears, he, and he's convinced that he, he, he like drew a little arrow like on his head and he's convinced that he's an airbender and i'm like cool. you're you're not you're not actually convinced you're an airbender how, how old is this child but like some people some people like draw a cross on on their body and are convinced that they're talking he's 15, god he's 15 okay. he's 15 and he's they're they're take they don't even teach him religion in school anymore at all the world coming to there's no religion okay, so, in school at all so you've described a 15 year old uh, anime fan who uh, has drawn with, with, with like a marker or something, drawn an arrow, much yeah, like a little, little black marker. Yes. Okay. And, uh, and 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 Kyle, if I may call you Kyle, are you a devout Christian yourself? Yes, absolutely. I'm going to go out on a I'm going to go out on a limb here, and maybe your child um, is uh, trolling you, and uh, <laughs> maybe thinks that your religion is just as made up as his uh, avatar one, and is just trying to get your goat. 
Yeah, because I, I guess I don't. I, I mean, I understand how if you grew up in Christianity, the I mean, I think is, the phrase well, the "born is, and raised." I, th well, I think well, I on. think the like phrase "born and raised" is quite telling because mm -hmm. most religious people are born and raised the religion they are, and that's yeah. that's like the biggest indicator of what religion someone is going to be is where in the world they're born. Um, mm -hmm. but I think you know when people grow up in a religion, I can see why they would think, "Oh, this other religion's ridiculous." Like if you're a Christian and you hear a Mormon explaining what they think, you might be like, "Well, this is mad." Like. I can't believe in all this stuff. How are Scientologists believe all this stuff? Mm. But that's also what they think about Christianity. Like a lot of um, Muslims think Christianity is mad. Um, and us from an atheist position, we kind of just agree with all of you that they all just sound like they have crazy bits. And for sure, we can say like, oh, well, um, you know, an avatar, they think they can cast fire spells or whatever. And we can, well, he just can't do that. But then in, you know, like vanilla Christianity, they believe that um, God told some man to build a boat and then put all the animals on it and then stay at sea for 40 days and then get them all off and apparently repopulated the entire earth with just what animals you can fit on a boat and we know that that's just factually impossible so right. there's just there is still ri ridiculous things in in any religion and and in his avatar one i mean at least he's seen it on tv is you can't say that about christians so i don't right. know what well, maybe probably christian programming yeah. but I, I i guess what i would ask you kyle is how how would you if, if there are 10 people with 10 different religions how would you determine which one is the right one how do you know which ones are the silly ones and which one is the one that's definitely true oh easy oh easy the ones where christ isn't but god cool yeah but what if right. my religion has christ as god in too but also yeah. i just also think that it's just different and you're like for example uh islam has christ in and they have god as well yeah. and they they believe loads of stuff and their, their beliefs are all largely consistent and etc etc similar to christianity so how do you know the dip which one's correct out of christianity and islam they both make claim they both think you know jesus was a real person who was born and lived his life and taught great things um i don't know how you would tell the difference and and katie and kyle i trust our call screener okay and our call screeners told us that you said you can argue that productivity goes down without a religious basis in our civilization and while i appreciate the little razzle dazzle that you pulled by changing the subject to your 15 year old who is really big into uh avatar um i want to get back to the the purpose of your call so tell me how you can argue that productivity goes down without a religious basis in our civilization kyle yes yes the, well, the point of me bringing up the child aspect actually ties into that what you just said if you are not believing in things that are true to your blood the things that you grew up the country you grew up in the heritage the christian heritage if you're believing nonsense like avatar stuff that's not very productive that's not going to get you anywhere you're not going to make money off of doing avatar stuff are you no i'm sure that people do he might become a anime artist some of them probably really do really well you could be a professional cosplayer and you could be paid to go to events he could he could be a professional atheist and go around showing how people's religions are no different to be thinking you're an airbender absolutely you can go on a, a speaking tour uh, of the world talking about how religion is a load of bunk and based upon fear of death or fairy tales oh. or bad thinking there's a lot of things you could but do. also in terms of productivity i mean i feel like that's quite quite a subjective uh, meaning but i you know in, in the kind of general sense that we would we would understand if we all said oh this is productive and this isn't i think that anyone of any beliefs can be productive you know anyone with any sort of common set of beliefs i i believe that christians and muslims and jewish people that i know even if i don't believe their beliefs i still think they can all be just as productive
productive members of society as I can. And I don't really think their religious beliefs make a difference to that. I, I think they're all hardworking people and they're all capable of contributing to society. And if someone comes up to me and they say, I think I believe in Airbender, I'll be like, oh, well, that sounds a bit wacky to me, but what do you do for a job? And they might be like, well, I, you know, design cathedrals or something like that. And they're an architect and they work right. for a Christian company and they just get on with their belief. I mean, I don't, I don't really see, I'm not convinced of your claim. Yeah. And a lot of people like to get away from the, uh, the daily grind by engaging in various fandom, whether it's uh, anime or sci-fi fantasy, they can really be into sports. They could get into, you know, book reading or, or various hobbies, train, stamp collecting, all these kind of things. It doesn't mean that you have to dedicate your entire life to a money-making operation. Furthermore, Kyle, um, I, you only have one life as far as we can tell. And, uh, you know, I don't want to cats in the cradle you here, but if your primary focus is to make the big bucks, uh, you know, for the, your Lord Jesus Christ, um, there may, I would suggest there may be other worthy ways to spend your time. I mean, what is, what is making a lot of money even matter if you're going to go, you're going to die and you're going to go to heaven? Also, all the and, people who make the most money on earth that we can see today contribute the least society, like Elon Musk and Bill Gates stuff. They're just a, a leech to society and getting that much money, just stealing off everyone else. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Didn't yeah. mean to cut yeah. in there Kyle, with my anti-Kyle propaganda. <laughs> yeah. Kyle, what is thy response? My response is you don't get very far with atheism. You don't get really? anywhere. I've got pretty you don't far. make progress with atheism. Katie's done pretty well. You can't build a I civilization. Think... You can't build a civilization on atheism. You can't do that. Kyle, I think all of the all of the advances we've had in the last five hundred years in terms of like social progress, I think, is done through secular stuff. Because the whole point in religion is you can't make any progress because your book is allegedly true and it's been true for two thousand years and it's going to be true for another two thousand years. Whereas with a secular worldview, we can say, oh, you know what? Turns out slavery is actually awful. And we can argue that and we can make progress. And now we have a better understanding. And then going forwards, we can have more moral positions and we can build upon previous understandings. And that's how our society moves forwards. Now we even know that like women are people and everything. So that's yeah. not something you would have got from religion. It's not like we found a secret footnote in the Holy Bible. But I tell you what, Kyle, before you get a chance to say anything else, I'm going to move on to our next segment. If that's all right with you, I just wanted to let everyone know that um, uh, the one moment here. Well, Katie, Katie, fin finish mm -hmm. your thoughts on this. I mean, there's there's a there's a cohesion argument, I, I guess, there that that our, our caller didn't get to that that uh, societies are held together by common goals. Do you think that that's absolutely necessary for for a society to have a supernatural common goal in order for it to succeed? No, I don't. I mean, I don't see why goals have to be supernatural or natural. I mean, you could just make up any old goal. And, and if everyone's yeah. working towards it, then I guess you could argue it might be more cohesive. You might be able to find evidence that's the case. But if you were yeah. all working towards, um, like, for example, if you're in part of Heaven's Gate or something, and you're all working towards the day when the comet shows up, and then you can all commit suicide and go up yeah. to the spaceship hiding behind a comet um i mean yeah maybe you're really co maybe they were really cohesive they might have been the most lockstep group of people that's ever existed potentially and yeah. and now there's none of well there's there's still some left but that you know that was a it was a bad goal based on bad information and so they made a bad decision and i think that the, the whole point is we should be working out what is true in order to come up with goals based on morals that we can debate and work through together and uh find out more true things on the way you that's, know that's what honestly I do see us in large part society 
society is dedicated to many of the same goal, um, getting ready access to clean air, food and water. The, the problem that we seem to have Heat in the is planet. that it's the goal. We're yeah, right. Well, there's that, too. <laughs> well, but, but the, the main obstacle that I have observed is that some of our fellow humans belong to death cults that want the world to end and want to subordinate others so that their, dare I say, fairy tale, death cult fairy tale can dominate the world. And I won't name a particular right. religion about that, but they get into <laughs> government, they get into economics, and they steer everything so that they can, so their, their sick little dreams can come true. But not all. There are plenty of people who believe in that stuff that somehow hold in their mind the other aspect that they want all to thrive and succeed world and own. Then I suppose I'm talking about those 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 progressive Christians, those progressive Muslims that that do stand for peace and generosity and passion and stuff. I don't know how, how they fit it with their book, but they do. They hold those contradictory ideas in their heads and they are allies in many of the well, in many of the, the struggles. Well, the reason of, they do yeah, is because our, our society has progressed and uh, we instill values into people from secular understandings. And now we teach people that alongside religion. And then when they're, yeah. pro when they're proposed the idea, oh, God is true and he wants to forgive you, etc. You're like, oh, that's good. And then someone else is like, women are people that should be able to vote. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, that's good too. And mm -hmm. then so you combine up a worldview and you just pick the bits you like. And yeah, that's yeah. the reality of it. <laughs> and arguably, that's exactly what's taken place. Well, Katie, I do want to I do want to move on, but before we move on, I want to talk about our um the various ways that our lovely, fantastic, beautiful viewers can can support the ACA. And the ugly ones. Yeah, well, lovely in, in their totality of the circumstances of their existence. Beautiful on the inside, outside, I don't care. I don't see beauty. I see the other kind of beauty. Uh, if you shop at Amazon, speaking of beauty, I guess, you can support the ACA at no additional cost to you. If you already shop at Amazon, I say, simply visit tiny.cc slash Amazon smile ACA and designate the atheist community of all. Austin as your selected charity. Amazon will donate a portion of their profit directly to the ACA. You can also purchase merchandise. Visit tiny.cc slash merch ACA to visit the Tom Heathen merch store. You can get your favorite items like t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, and you can check out our brand new items like beanies, cell phone cases, and tote bags. We now feature a special limited edition item each, each and every month. Be sure to check that out our store and all the stores for all of the other the channel in other news we have a channel that hoses all of the aca programming in audio podcast form all you need but do is visit tiny.cc slash aen podcasts and you can listen devote your eyes to some other worthy cause whatever that means. and finally you can become a part of the talk heathen community in our fan run facebook page at tiny.cc slash fb thg all right with all of that said all of that said, I would like to move on to our next caller. I'm going to come on down Ulrich from Mexico. You told our call Hi. screeners and you're not going to wiggle out of this one. Like our last caller started going far afield. How did evolution create transgenderism? You are on the line with Katie Montgomery. I'm Johnny P. And um, let's talk about this. So what did you have in mind? Hello. Yeah. Hi. Uh, yeah. Hello. So I just think it's not logical that evolution would create a mindset that makes you not reproduce. I mean, evolution, evolution is based on survival. 
thing that they're producing, isn't it? Yeah, but, well, I think that's a very um, simplistic understanding of like how evolution directly works. I mean, there. Are, so, um, well, actually, the first point I'm just going to make is I don't like the word transgenderism. I would say, how has evolution resulted in trans people? Because transgenderism implies it's a belief system, and we know it's not. Um, but if we look at other animals, there are actually loads of other animals which produce members of that species which don't themselves reproduce. And I think a really obvious example is ants. Uh, often in ants, you would just have one queen in a colony and then a handful of males and then millions of workers who don't reproduce themselves and the re the uh, way they're able to pass their genes on is that their genetic line is related to the queen and if they defend the queen then the queen will pass her genes on and that is how the species continues so uh, and and it's not just insects that do that and i think another relevant example is uh meerkats often in meerkat colonies you will only have one female which reproduces and all of the other females are there just to look after and sometimes even suckle meerkat young which don't even belong to them and their, their genetic lines are less um, uh, similar than ants are so ants are often all clones of the queen um, whereas that's not the case in meerkats but the way their society works means that in order for the best survival for the genes they have to work together and only have one reproducing couple um so i think you need to look at i mean this this isn't rare this is very common across you know uh the animal kingdom uh to to a huge extent where um lots of members of the species don't directly pass on their genes by having sex but i think it's also um relevant and important to point out that not every single characteristic of an animal is necessarily evolutionary selected for to create an advantage. All it really needs to do is not create a significant enough disadvantage uh, that the species gets outcompeted. Um, and in the case of trans people, potentially it could be an evolutionary benefit. Uh, potentially it could be evolutionary neutral, or it could be like an evolutionary accident. Not that I want to ascribe any kind of purpose or motive to um, or anything like that. But um, it, it could just be something that happened. It could be a byproduct of another feature that we did evolve, which did benefit us. And it's not caused a big enough issue that it's um, it's just not been evolved out of our like lineage. I think um, like to compare it to, uh, so for example, we know that uh, some something we call gender identity, uh, but kind of an awareness of what sex you are is something that lots of animals have, uh, or probably all of them. And we can see that in how they have themselves sexed behavior, which is often, often sexual dimorphic or sexually polymorphic um, as in the males and the females act differently but they also act differently around each other um, so I'm kind of going off on a rant here but I've got so many facts to fit in about animals um, a good example of this <clears throat> is um, some species naturally change sex in the wild um, and a, an example is one of the most common examples is clownfish and I think probably lots of people have heard that clownfish can change sex and you will often find that a, a group of smaller males when there's no female there one of the males usually the biggest one will grow bigger and turn into a female and we'll be able to lay eggs um but importantly in in that process one of the first like one of the last thing that happens is the ability to produce eggs that's like the final step the gonads redifferentiate and then it can start laying eggs but way before that it starts changing its behavior um and there's very typical male behaviors of uh, clownfish which you can recognize if you're studying them and very typical female clownfish behaviors and one of the most common and obvious behaviors is the females defend their territories and the males don't um and when a clownfish is selected for to start changing sex 
then very early on, it will start defending territories, even though phys physically it's still a male. But also the other females will start acting as if it's a female, even though it hasn't yet had gonad uh, redifferentiation. Um, and they'll start fighting back and targeting this one supposedly male um, when they're not doing that to any of the other males. So um, they have an awareness of what sex they are. And often animals have an awareness of each other's sex. And this, this kind of internal awareness, um, you could argue that's what gender identity is. And I think there's probably more to it than that. And it's, it's probably complicated. But like at a basic level, it makes sense that we would have that. And maybe just sometimes it doesn't go the way that it does most of the time. Um, I don't want to say go wrong because like it saying wrong implies there's a right and there's no such thing in evolution. It just just whatever happens, happens. But I think um, you know, there's there's evidence to suggest well, I mean, we know it's it's a thing. Um, it happens naturally, like we know that already. Um, and there's no reason to think that it would be evolved out or that isn't evolutionarily beneficial. Um, and just again to say on a reproduction thing, just because I've got one more fact I want to squeeze in that I recently learned about. And people often made the same arguments about gay people. They would say, well, gay people can't be evolutionary, they can't have evolved because they don't pass in their genes. That's the same argument. And we've already kind of addressed that with ants. But in um in some animals, uh, gay sex is the majority of the sex they have. For example, bonobo are a very social animal and they're one of our closest relatives. And uh, they have a matriarchy rather than a patriarchy like chimps and humans. So that means that the females are generally in charge and make all the decisions. And when females meet each other, rather than fighting or, or anything like that, they just go and have sex. And they all have sex with each other all the time. And something like 90% of all the sex that bonobos have is lesbian sex. And some of them will exclusively have uh, lesbian sex. And some of them will have lesbian sex just most of the time and they will also get pregnant. But the, re the reason this happens is because it builds social bond. Animals that cause each other to orgasm um, feel happy when they're around each other. And so they're less likely to fight and then they can build a stronger like colony or whatever the word is for a group of bonobos club. Um, and that burning, then burning means man. they can... <laughs> yeah. That then means they can work together, build a stronger society, defend their offspring, raise each other's offspring, and uh, pass the genes on that way. So that was quite a long answer, and I actually have a crab fact I'd love to fit in. But Ulrich, do, would you like to respond to any of that? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, All right. Wait, I'm going to get my crab fact before we move yeah, on. Yeah, get your crab fact I, in there. Because not only am I going to get my crab fact in, I'm going to say something um, potentially uh, speculatively transphobic, and everyone can be really offended. Um, <laughs> no, so there is um, there's a, several different types of crab uh, which have different behaviors for the males and the females. So the females have a little pouch on their underside where they lay all the eggs and when the eggs get to a certain level of maturity they climb to the top of rock underwater and the males never do this because it's dangerous because if you go to the top of rock you'll get eaten by a fish but the female crabs climb to the top of rock and then they open up their little pouch and then they use their arms to uh, flick out the eggs and the eggs are hatching out and all of their um, offspring and larvae goes and spreads all over the sea and becomes plankton and then finally turns into crabs and that's like a key part of their process however there is a parasite which is actually a type of barnacle which infects crabs and it hijacks that mechanism. So when it gets inside a female, it goes down and it eats her gonads and replaces them with its own and then lays its eggs in the female's pouch. And then when she senses that they're at the level of maturity, she climbs to the top of the rock and then uses her um, claws to spread out the parasites larvae instead. So it just totally hijacks the whole process. However, if a, a barnacle ends up inside a male crab, then you'd think, oh no, it's stuck because the male crabs don't do this behavior. They don't have an egg pouch. But what the barnacle does is it goes down and eats the male crab's genitals, so it no longer has testicles or anything, and then changes its hormones 
hormone levels so it grows a pouch and then changes its brain so that it thinks it's a female and then it climbs to the top of a rock and does the little female dance and pushes it all out. So what I'm saying is the reason why you get trans crabs is because barnacles have eaten their brain and maybe that's why we have transport. <laughs> uh, I th <laughs> that's yeah, not a real that claim. <laughs> That's uh that's your answer to Jordan Peterson's lobster lobster facts yeah, yeah. from the broken man. Yeah. Um well, see you can tune in for all all of the uh, misunderstandings about evolution. You can tune in for look at the trees arguments. That's that's entry level stuff. If you're a real <laughs> veteran of talk heathen, you will tune in for crab facts, insects that do terrible things to other creatures and other uh, information that you don't think is going to be relevant until the last the very end. And you're like, oh, I foreshadowing. <laughs> you know what? Um, thank you for that. Thank you for that crab fact. That was a good uh, monologue that finished off with something absolutely horrifying. I think that it, should yeah, well, be my trademark. <laughs> it should be. We need a we need a counter for biological facts from Katie Montgomery, and people can collect them all. Collect all the biological facts. I've got more. I have some more. If you no. want some more parasite and crab facts, she's just got a plethora. Call in, call in, guys. Yeah, call in. There's there's more where that came from. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I want to let everyone in the audience know that right after this, well, not immediately after, but shortly thereafter this show, you can check out the newest episode of the Atheist Community of Austin and the Atheist Experience Network's flagship show, The Nonprofits, which will air live at 3 p.m. Central Time today at tiny.cc slash YTNP. This week, we have uh, we have a good, a good uh, roundup of hosts. We have Jason Sherwood, Scott Dickey, Richard Gilliver, and Teo. Elateo, and we're talking Biden's executive order regarding reproductive rights, the Wisconsin GOP Senate's blocking the Democratic governor's appointments thanks to GOP gerrymandering. We're going to be talking about the beginning of the Christian scientists. I wonder if they had crab. And of course, we're going to be talking about the Georgia <laughs> Guidestones. Think crabs aren't real. They, I wasn't there. I've never seen one. Um, the Georgia Guidestones are there, though, <laughs> allegedly. And well, they were. Uh, what are they? What happened to them? Tune in to find out more. Carrying on, the oh, ACA great. wants you to know what is going on in our atheist community of Austin. And for that, we've got an updated website. Head to www.atheist-community.org, where you can learn all about the organization itself, its policies, how you could in get involved, and some news. There's there's more news now than there's ever been, and that's a good thing. We want to hear from We want to know what you liked. We want to know if you want to know more things about crabs, insects, or other <laughs> plants that are nightmare fuel. And so to do that, you may email us 
we wish you to, you can go to tv at atheist-community.org and you can let us know. Now, I'm wondering, shall we go on to our next call? I think I think we should. And I think I'm that excited. we should go to Patrick in Florida. Patrick, he, him, says uh, he wants to know why pantheism is considered to be laughable. You're on Talk Heathen. You're on, you're on Bug Facts with uh, Katie Montgomery and Johnny P and Poppy. Um, who says that pantheism is laughable? It seems like, well, I've called in here and then the atheist experience. And well, to give an example, Matt Dillahunte said it's the equivalent of saying a kiss can a Coke with God or whatever. It's like redefine it, you know, just define God into existence. It's so absurd. You know, it, it's like that's the kind of reaction I've got from atheists. Okay. Well, I think Katie and I can both agree that Matt Dillahunty can can go suck an egg, as far as I'm concerned. But um, and and Poppy, Poppy's whispering something. Maybe I shouldn't speak for Poppy. She's telling but... me that she doesn't even think that Matt knows a single crab fact. You know, I'm willing to bet he doesn't. I'll put money down on crab <laughs> facts. Ask him about snakes, but crabs no. Um, so. I don't care about what Matt thinks. Katie, what do you think about um, about uh, pantheism? What are your thoughts on pantheism? So do you when, think it's laughable? When you say pantheism, do you mean that the the universe and everything in it and all of all of existence is itself God? Or do you mean just everything around us is God? Um it, just just to be just well, to I think in light of in light of new information and, and new uh like theories on the universe, I think it plays into that, like with this uh, um, panpsychism that the universe itself may be conscious or considered conscious. We don't know what consciousness is uh, exactly yeah. or, or how it, you so know, I, that I kind guess... of thing. I think. The the reason I was asking, so I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to cut you off. Just just before we went off into some other uh, related thing, was um, you know, if someone if someone says to me, I believe in a god, uh, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. What's what's your evidence for that? Is usually my first question. But uh, really, my first question should be, can you tell me what your god is? Because if someone says, I believe in a god, and I think that this god uh is what creates lightning, and I think it also talks to me, and also I think it's currently making my sandwiches in the kitchen, I'd be like, well, can we can just go in the kitchen and, and yeah, just see I, what it's really I don't believe anything but, like no, no, that. I'm not, I'm not trying I'm not trying to straw man you. I'm just saying hang on, hang on. But but some people would say would would do a really general oh but they're like, oh well it's whatever created the universe. Mm. And I could say, well when when someone says a God to me, I usually think of something like the Christian or the Muslim God, where it's this being with views and opinions and and loves and hates and it, it's it's like a person but stronger and better and, and all these other kinds of things. Whereas if you just say it's whatever created the universe, then maybe it's just a natural process. Um, you know, maybe it's just part of the cycle of how the universe works. And if that's the case, I mean, I I, I probably agree that the the universe came from something, um, whatever that was. And and if I just say, well, okay, I agree with that, then you can be like, oh, well, you believe in my God, and I'd be like, well, I guess. But really, this has kind of just been a definition game because you're just pointing at something and saying that's my God, and, and like that's cool. And and so that with pantheism, if you say the universe is God, I could be like, well, I agree with you that the universe exists. So that's, I guess I agree that your God exists. But then and that's, that's kind of pointless unless you then start making other claims about it. And if you say something
something like you were just going into, the universe is conscious or it created itself out of a will, you know, it has a, a conscious will and it makes decisions and it loves and hates. Right. Then suddenly I don't agree anymore because you're ascribing these things to the universe that I don't think we have evidence for. <clears throat> so I guess if someone said to me, I believe in pantheism because I think the universe is God and that's it, I might laugh and just say, well, uh, I mean, that just kind of sounds like a definition game. It just kind of sounds like, you know, if I'm like, God isn't real. And then you're like, yeah, well, actually, I believe this cup is God and this cup is real. Therefore, you're wrong. And I'm just like, well, yeah, yeah, it, <laughs> so yeah. That's, that's why that's my position. Yeah, Patrick, I, 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 that's we had a caller last week or time this anymore. But we had a caller who was <laughs> defining the defining God as the preconditions that have created the universe. and and then and then sort of sneaking in what well, inadvertently or ad trying to sneak in the qualities of a conscious omnipresent god into into that you're saying that that panpsychism is somehow evidence of of a pantheistic god um i'm not exactly not sure really, what you're saying not but not really all right well then 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 lay it on us because i'm kind of on on Katie's uh, track here, it just sounds like you're you're defining it so broadly that it, it's a meaningless statement. So correct us. Where are we wrong? Yeah. Well, I, you know, I I think it it is a question of faith, of course. But I I feel like you know we may could get into this. I don't know, but I feel like the atheist has the same kind of leap of faith as any Christian. But you know, we could come back to that hopefully. But um. Well, right. you know yeah, what? You, just, you said something. You said like something. And universe... I hate to. I'm going to go ahead and mute you mm -hmm. because there is a delay. Oh, maybe I don't have to. All right. You said it comes down to faith. What is your definition of faith and why does it come down to faith? Because like, well, for if you're going to believe it, I believe it comes. Ahead, I, well, for an atheist, it comes to faith and believing that there's no God, right? Or no evidence of God. But how would what would be evidence of God? I can't say, you know, but um, I, how would any human be able to first off, you know, we, we're it's guessing, right? We're guessing at Well, let's, let's be honest. I'm guessing at what God is. So is every religion on the planet. They just act like it's a fact. But, yep. you know, I'm I'm honest, at least. So, you know, it's a guess. Okay. And I like Einstein's guess over a lot of other people's facts. That might be an appeal to authority, but he was an authority in physics. And that is a big part of what the universe is. Oh, so, so you're so going that, down that you know, Einstein route. You're going down that Einstein route. Not, well, just, that, that's not a, just that. Not, not just that. See, I came to this conclusion independent of any knowledge of Einstein. It's just when I found out what his faith was years later, and I was like, wow, that I thought that okay. idea was my own, but being okay. that it was the idea of Einstein as well, that seems like it added weight to my claim. Patrick, Patrick, uh, with all due respect, objection non-responsive. Can we go back to what my question was, which, and maybe I'm wrong. I, we don't have a, we don't have a transcript here, but my question is, what is your idea of faith? What is your definition of faith? If I didn't ask that, go ahead and dunk on the cons. But what is your definition of faith? Very specific. Faith, faith to me, without Webster's or anything, is just like believing in an ideology or a belief or, or that, you know, you can't confirm, like you can't confirm atheism, just like you can't confirm theism, right? Uh, wait, wait, kind wait. Atheism is not a fact, right? Patrick, just, just hang on, Patrick, hang on, just so we don't, I, I don't want to accidentally, um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to good faith your position here. Um, yeah. If someone says to me, I know for a fact 
that God definitely doesn't exist. That is them making a really strong claim that I don't think they have evidence for. And right. if someone says, I have strong evidence, I'm definitely sure that God does exist, I would say, I'm not convinced that you have evidence for that claim. Now, the first, the second one is theism, and the first one is a type of atheism. Um, but importantly, that isn't the only type of atheism, because I'm also an atheist, and I would say, well, I'm not convinced there is a God, but also I'm not convinced there isn't a God. I don't know for sure either way, so I, I'm saying what I have here is I don't have faith. Um, so, so the reason I'm, I'm cutting you off here is because I think if you said to most atheists uh, who spend time arguing on the internet, they will instantly jump down your throat on this and they'll be like no atheism is a lack of belief like you're wrong there's no faith in atheism and it, it can often turn into this like back and forth you get with um christian apologists where they will claim that uh atheists do have faith and, and people start telling each other what they believe they think and it starts getting bad faith and i don't think you're doing that i think you um you're right to say anyone who is certain that isn't a god has some faith unless they're about to call in and give me some evidence but um that isn't all atheists just just to be clear yeah uh, but you know not... uh, see this is my beef with the atheists uh is that uh you know they see you know you all you know seem to claim that uh, you have not made no claim but yet you do have a claim there I, you know what's my it, claim it, it's that you what, believe in an absent god that doesn't exist and this shows all I, about that kind of thing i i I, I, I as an atheist believe in an absent god that doesn't exist is did i did i yeah, hear that right patrick don't have the brass to say it i, I feel like you just don't have the brass to come out and say it. You're like, no, it's just no evidence. But I've no got brass cleaner. I don't know why I don't have any brass. Would be. <laughs> pa pa why Patrick, would, why would you, Patrick, why would you think that? Um, okay, go ahead. Patrick, okay, listen. You said you have a um, brass cleaner. The, the metaphor doesn't fit, first off. <laughs> I do have brass cleaner. I know I've got brass somewhere. Maybe I'll bring it on, bring out some flair next time. But Patrick, um, I'm not so arrogant as some theists out there who would say, I know there's a God. I, I don't know. I don't know. I cannot see through all the spectrum of light. I have not existed well, throughout all of time. And I'm going to go ahead and mute you. Patrick, I'm going to go ahead and mute you, my friend, because you're talking over old Johnny P. And there's one thing he doesn't <laughs> like besides Nazis. It's people who talk over him. So um, listen, Patrick, I, I don't have any. I don't recognize any reason to believe that a God exists. I don't recognize any reason to believe that unicorns exist or the Loch Ness monster exists or Santa Claus exists, or Fry from Futurama exists in the real world. That doesn't mean that they don't exist. I just don't have a reason. I don't recognize a reason. So if there is an atheist statement, right, is I do not have in my mind a faith position that X, the God, exists. That is my assertion, okay, of an internal state yeah. in my brain. That's it, okay? Now, I'm not that arrogant that I would say that that God does not exist because I can't say that I have the the, the hardware to even comprehend something that may exist in in greater dimensions than myself. But I have I'm not going to build my life around the what could be a possibility and could also be a non possibility. I know that the people who claim that such a God exists are a real mixed bag. Uh, it doesn't seem to make them any better as far as my life is concerned and as far as the life of people that I care about 
or people that uh, I deserve, de believe deserve a fair shake. So I shall know them by their by their works. Well, some of their works are pretty shitty. So is there another reason why I should believe besides faith, which I define to be belief? Faith is belief. I believe because of faith. And then if you do some algebra, I believe because I believe. What do you, What is that response, Patrick? You're on mute. Well, I, I appreciate you, um, you know, taking the time with me first off. But, um, you know, no I... I just really consider atheism a faith, you know, but um, suffice it to say that... Um, you hear what I said? You know, Patrick, did you hear what I said? Patrick, come on. But what's we, the dog? Okay, do I think atheism is a dogma? Okay, let's go ahead and say, what's the dogma? What, what is one of the tenets of atheism? Give it to me. Oh, it has. It, you know, satanic atheism has many tenets and a Bible and a following in a church. Yeah, I'm not a satanist, though. No, nor I. Levain atheism but yes i mean there a, are there are types uh, of atheism for sure atheists that clearly uh, have on, a dogma yeah, yeah, there are some atheists that that have, uh, you know, there are some atheistic yeah. religion, and and yeah. they they have rule sets and dogmas and blah blah blah. But not all atheists do. They're what a is, subset of atheists. What is what is our dogma? Forget about the. You could ask us questions, and we could maybe answer. Is what is no a dogma that we have? No science, no science evidence of God. Dogma is what it is. I, a, I don't <laughs> reckon. But there's no evidence. Provide evidence. The reason. The reason what why I tell everyone there's no evidence. Re be required to produce. What kind of science? How, what? How complicated do you think a god-level science would be? Having known all, that would be like the be-all, end-all of science, right? The god science. So, how would we evidence a god? That's what I want to know. I don't know, but if a god exists, I'm going to take one from old Matt Dillahunty here, who can you know go do whatever yeah. he's doing. Um, <laughs> I don't know what would convince me scientifically of a god <laughs> or whatever, satisfying me in some level, but a God that exists would know. And if that God cared about me believing, that God would have the power to make that happen. And thus far, so aside you from do a brief want a personal God, I do. Well, no, I, you, what he like wants you is you want to disbelieve a personal God. Uh, you're talking about Christianity. You're, you're, you, you seem like you reference Christianity a few times here in this way. Yeah, okay. If like, you're um, uh, sorry, Patrick, uh, um, it's not an attempt to straw man you. It's not an attempt to straw man you. We're just saying, um, yeah. if if someone says there's a god and it wants to prove that it's real to people, yeah. uh, it hasn't done that to me yet. It's failed. But if there's a god, yeah. maybe you're calling well, in to the say there's a god. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm gonna go if ahead and a, mute if you there, a god, Patrick, because Katie's talking. Sorry. Um, if there's a god that doesn't care whether we know it's real or not, then it's not going to try to provide evidence, and so it just won't. And and that's that's fair enough. But then, I mean, these are kind of just separate things. You can say to us, well, what would convince you? And the answer is, I don't know. And and if a god's not trying to convince me, or it doesn't have the power to, then we'll probably just never know. I, I don't I don't think there's a there's no contradiction here. The answer is yeah. I don't know. I don't know if there's a god or not. I don't know what the evidence I'd need to know if there was a god or not. But I know that I don't currently have enough evidence to say yeah. there is a god or there isn't pa a god. Yeah, Patrick. To be to be fair, if let's say I were to have a vision uh, of of a god, Johnny doesn't first... realize, but he's actually hallucinating right now. <laughs> right. I, I. Who knows? I'm a brain in a vat. A chemicals fizzing. But if I were to have a vision of a god, I'll be honest with you, Patrick. All right. If I had, if I had a vision of I don't know Jesus, some really really white guy with uh, blonde hair and long flowing beard and uh, one of those nice robes they used to wear in the good old days and 
and this Jesus comes and says to me, you know, come and take my hand, my son. I would think, oh no, I ate the wrong kind of brownie. Oh no, someone slipped some <laughs> drugs into my yerba mate. Oh no, I'm having one of those frequently occurring uh, hallucinations that do happen to people who are not struggling with mental health issues. Hallucinations are common. That would be my go-to thing. Now you might think, oh, that's just cynical. That's just because you haven't let a God into your heart. Sure, but I would probably dwell on this uh, experience for the rest of my days and, and investigate more into hallucinations and stuff. And maybe I would get checked out by a mental health professional to make sure that I'm not um, going to have a, a problematic hallucinations throughout my life and it might get in the way of my driving or whatever. But is it possible for there to be an experience that I would have that wouldn't fall into that bucket of hallucination? Maybe very brilliant people through history have had that happen and they were convinced. Now, I do not doubt that those brilliant people had an experience. I'm just not, have no reason to believe that I recognize that they had an authentic soup supernatural experience and not merely a, uh, a a brain a brain hiccup or whatever you want to call a hallucination so is that am, am i just if i closed myself off to the possibility of the supernatural and jesus and and, and god and all that jazz no but it, it's a super it's a super ordinary claim and it's going to take uh some extraordinary evidence for me to to overcome it uh, you should have said super ordinary like carl sagan said yeah so well on, he, he said it better he said it better but um <laughs> <laughs> someone was saying was it matt let's let's just make this the matt dillahunty show today all right somebody was saying that this uh, extraordinary claims uh require extraordinary evidence and that was the carl sagan quote uh and someone pointed out maybe it was matt maybe it was someone um if it was smart it was probably someone but that no it just requires proportionate amount of evidence right and so in order to overcome the <laughs> the lifelong experience that I've had of things uh, just cause and effect, things exist in the material world, um, that it's going to require some evidence of something that is aside, along, above, below uh, the material world, physics, before I will accept that it is a supernatural uh, cause, event. So I just haven't had it. Well, my Patrick? God isn't a supernatural God. It's a natural God. The universe is a natural oh. God. Okay. So there's nothing supernatural about it. So you should be able to use like science to prove it's, it's real then, yeah. right? If it's you know, natural, I, I, I would mean... say, you know, the pantheist is cool with the science test. Test away, you know, let's see what the universe shows up, you know. I, I'd say there's a lot unknown about the universe, you know. Sure. Yeah. And consciousness seems to come into play. We don't know, so, you know, I guess my Roger question... Penrose has Oracle R theory on that, but uh, that's a... Well, my question uh, would be then, why... Theory, but they've gained evidence. Why do you believe that the universe is God if we don't have evidence of it yet, knowing that one day we might. Like, yeah. Well, why, well, why do you, you know, why do you for that? me personally, I, I'll, I'll outline, like, I believe, you know, you want to look for God attributes if you're going to be searching for God, I guess. So uh, one God attribute, you know, would say that uh, God has been described as without beginning or end, as has the universe, the cyclical model of the universe specifically. The CCC of Roger Penrose depicts a universe infinite with no true beginning or end. It's just big banging and big yeah, crunching. but we don't have any evidence item. of that. Kidding? What was that? I'm I mean, sure. it's possible. I, we could come up with, I mean, with an infinite number of theories, but until yeah, of, of hypothesis. Mathematical evidence. 
but Patrick, th- these are all it, ideas it, that people have been. These are all ideas that people have been have been bouncing around. They're 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 trying them out for size to see if it matches so what we see in the universe. That. You don't believe Patrick, that. Patrick, give me a but second. Give me one. a second. There's a delay, and I appreciate that it's hard sometimes. You want to jump in the middle of a conversation, and it's just kind of like when my dog starts pulling ahead of me and walks or come back. Come on, let's start over. Again. Okay, Patrick. No offense, you're not a dog. You're a person. Um, but you know we can all learn a little bit from our furry friends, right? Um, these are all ideas that we're trying out. We don't have answers to it. We're trying them out. And the time to believe something is when there is sufficient evidence that that particular thing is demonstrable, is reliable, makes predictions that other things can't can't do. So just because some big brains out there are trying out different models of the universe does not mean that we just jump on it. You know, we 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 just say, okay, maybe we just say, gosh, well, I don't know. I don't know if the universe is cyclical in nature. I don't know if there's uh, if there's a, the necessity of an intelligent being. I don't know what happened before space-time exists. Maybe my brain can comprehend it. Maybe you just sit back and wait and 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 really appreciate the journey that the human race is on of exploring the nature of the universe. But we've got people who are so, like, no, 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 <clears throat> screw that. I've got an um, ancient book. Go ahead. Sorry. If um, you know, there's all these different ideas, no, and there's religion, you know some guy. Thing who says uh, you know there'll be some guy who says um oh well you know possibly the universe yeah. just cycles on forever and then someone else is like oh maybe it's not going to do that and here's another theory and someone else is like oh and here's another theory you know yeah. you might think oh well this one would be really cool if it's right or this one seems like it makes sense to me you know there are loads of different yeah. theories but people are coming up with new ones all the time i, sh- I should probably yeah. not say the word theory given but you know people come up with these hypotheses all the time um and there could be someone who comes up with one that you would be more convinced of, despite still having no evidence, in a hundred years' time. And there could be someone who comes up with an even more convincing one than that in another hundred years' time. And and you're just kind of seeing one that you like the sound of and saying, I believe that now. But all of these are equally true or false, you know, in, in, our, mean, in our understanding. I'm more agnostic to it. I'm more agnostic right. to it. You know, I, I believe it's a possibility, but see, I think that the atheist, you know, you almost sound like you're claiming like it's uh, not a possibility, but you are saying it's a possibility, but you're acting like it's just, it sounds like another Christian talking about evolution is just a theory, man. You know, I just, it's real science. That's why I was trying to avoid the word theory. (laughs) Patrick, Patrick, let me go on the record. All right. Uh, I remain unconvinced of of uh pantheism uh but i'm not saying it's not real i i just i'm unconvinced of it i'm gonna withdraw i'm gonna withhold i'm gonna withhold my judgment all right i'm just gonna live in this limbo i'm gonna be a fence sitter i'm gonna be lukewarm i'm gonna be one of those detestable creatures that that uh that jesus didn't like because we wouldn't commit to some position without sufficient evidence. I'm just going to sit back and watch the big brain scientists discover new things. Katie, what are you going to do? What are you going to say? Well, I am convinced of evolution. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Because it, whether it's a theory or not, it's got something we got evidence for and we have a lot of evidence for it and we made a lot of predictions and we have predicted correctly many times so um that's why yeah. convinced of evolution why you're talking about micro evolution obviously you're right. not talking about macro evolution right, <laughs> i'm talking about right. mega evolution evolution times 10 to the 6 that's what i'm talking about oh <laughs> oh no well okay we we let <laughs> we let patrick go not because we don't think that patrick is great we don't not that we don't think that patrick yeah, I like patrick yeah nice. we could patrick thank you for calling 
calling us. We let you go because we got to move on. Um, and we don't have time for pleasantries. But in our heart of hearts, we we do appreciate you calling. And I'm telling you that. So it's in my mouth of mouths as well. Did you know <laughs> that uh, we have a lot of other shows here at the Atheist Experience Network? You knew that. I don't even know why I asked you that question. It was rhetorical. The answer is yes, you did. And we have several other shows, including Talk Heathen, The Nonprofits, Flagship, Secular Sexuality, Truth Wanted, and The Atheist Experience. If you didn't catch those shows, you've got a problem bigger than the where did life come from? Where did the universe come from? And But it's okay. You can catch up. Here's a taste of some of the things that you're going to want to go back and watch. Yeah, but the, the solution, so to speak, that I'm hearing you say is talk about it. Whoa, what? Talk about it. No, we can't talk about sex. No. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Yeah. It's so scary to talk about sex. You say you want to promote skepticism, but you make a living creating ghost hunting apps? Do you mean your yes, primary yes. source of income like, is from this app? My primary source of income is from uh, ghost hunting apps. Yes. No. Wow. Incredible. <laughs> and when you pray, eh, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets that they may be seen by men. So you define the, the source of the universe as this God. How does that give you a better handle on navigating this world because it seems to me it's just philosophical masturbation and i don't mean to insult you or masturbators i guess we're done then because i gave you a full minute to explain why you believe something and all you did was continue down your philosophical ragging on what you assert is fallacious atheist epistemology and bias so thanks for nothing we're going to be talking about cuffing the carrot. <laughs> Saucing the taco. Paddling the pink canoe. Flicking the bean. Menage a moi. Beating the bishop. Burping the worm. Shaking hands with the milkman. The five knuckle shuffle. Dopamine farming. <laughs> Stamina mining. Having a threesome with a couple of no-shows. Double clicking your mouse. <laughs> Summoning the semen demon. Making Jesus cry. Churning the butter. Badgering the witness. Tickling the pickle. We are back. And uh, one of the things we like to do at this point in the show, thank our beautiful and fantastic patrons. Oh, and we have top five patrons and one honorable mention. Katie, would you please do the honors? I'd love to do the honors. Um, so I'm going to read them out in a completely random order to make it really difficult for myself. Number three this week is Balam's Donkey. Uh, number five is Dan Conger. Number one is Eric Tweet. Uh, number two is Dingleberry Jackson. Number my favorite always number four is uh, AME. And then we have an honorable mention that this week is Freethinker215. I am glad that there are at least 216 Freethinkers in the world. That's good to know. Yeah, I'm glad for it too. We need more of you, Freethinker215 and the rest <laughs> of you. I'd like to move on to our next caller. We've got a person by the name of Joe. He, him, coming out of Pennsylvania. Is that the Keystone State? Well, maybe I'm uh, right. Georgia. Georgia. No. Uh, and, and Joe, hey Joe, says that the Earth didn't just appear out of thing. It had to have come from some. There had to be a God of some form. Joe, Katie and I 
uh, want to know uh, more about this, you are on the air with with us on Talk Heathen. Hello. I think the Earth came out of something. Doing? It came out of a debris. That's why. Yeah. I think a debris field. Okay. Well, that's interesting. But I mean, I can pretty much say that I don't think anybody has a hundred percent proof where the Earth came from. But I can tell you right now that it did just come out of nowhere. I mean, it has to come from somewhere, right. and I just choose to believe in the Bible and believe in Jesus. And choose to believe. So the Earth. So we could have another hypothesis. Like you know, John, Johnny's saying, oh, he thinks it comes from a debris field and from a star exploding or whatever. And you're saying, oh, well, I think I mean, that, is that is God that for real created. Or is that just? Well, I think that Johnny's alluding I mean, this... to the, the understand our human understanding of how planets are created, and we've got quite a lot of knowledge of that and we can make we've made some uh predictions about right um there being other planets but i could also i'll offer a third hypothesis and that is that the earth was magicked into existence the day before you were born by a wizard called gary so i guess what would we do out of our three belief systems to work out which one of us was right because you said you choose to believe in jesus i've just chosen to believe in gary just well before joe before before you get on with you think atheists 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 katie has has posed an interesting question so try answering that forget about your ideas of what these pesky atheists answer katie's question and we'll go from there we'll go from there i have no problem yeah, I have no problem with atheists. Like, here's the thing. The reason I'm calling in, I'm not calling in to argue. I'm just calling in to say that the universe is, I mean, I don't even know if we know all the planets. We Joe, No, we don't. I, I, I just muted you because I asked you a very specific question. Or actually, no, Katie asked you a very specific question. And it's our sh- and we want you to answer that one first before you get on with the, the subject that you want to talk about. Because we're happy to talk about it. But, you know, you said something. Katie said something. This is a conversation. So go ahead. Katie, help Joe out. Because sometimes people get dazzled by you. So I'd like you to go ahead and, and ask that question again. In order yeah, I'm just asking out of our three worldviews <clears throat> that it was the Earth was made by a load of rocks colliding to each other into each other is Johnny's. Uh, Joe, your worldview is that God created the Earth just like cow. And in my worldview, uh, and like, I don't know, maybe you think 6,000, maybe you think 4 billion years ago, whenever you think God yeah. created the Earth. And I think Gary created the the Earth by casting the, the Earth spell um, in whenever you were born, but the day before that. We, like, yeah. we should be able to, we should be able to rule, my one, my one sounds a bit silly. I think we should be able to maybe rule it out, or maybe we can rule out Johnny's idea. Like, how would we go about it? I'm not I'm not trying to, like, trip you up. I'm just trying to see... How, how would you go about what, what process? 100%? I mean, well, functionally can't rule anything functionally out. ruling it out but, okay so uh, we can't we yeah. can't necessarily no, rule out can, but i choose to believe it's faith it's called faith for a reason right but we can we can so, look at um johnny's claim and we can at least um look for some evidence of that happening um and we can see that in other solar systems perhaps but we can also look at it in our own we could say well if the earth was created by loads of dust clumping together because of gravity and then forming rocks and then rocks that collide with each other and then creating planets we would we would be able to see various things uh, in the universe and we can make that prediction and then we can look to see if they're there and if that's if that's the case, we can't say for sure where the universe came from because we don't know what predictions right. make about that. But for where the Earth came from, yeah. we can look at that and we can see lots of evidence for that claim. For my for my claim, there's just no evidence at all. And you're right. I mean, maybe it could be true. Maybe Gary just magicked into existence all of the evidence to support Johnny's worldview too, just just to make him look foolish when he reveals himself after this show. Yeah. 
but, but Katie, like, do you believe in Gary by faith? I mean, do you believe by in faith? By faith, faith. Do you choose to believe faith in Gary? Well, I don't have. I've never met Gary, and I've got oh. no. I can't make any you predictions based on the existence of Gary. No, you're, um, you're there, Joe. I brought you back. So, so yeah, it's it is it is faith. And uh, okay, I, by faith. So yeah, what? All I'm saying. So word, I mean. yeah, sorry, Joe. I'm I'm in rant mode today because someone asked me about crabs and I I went off. We're a bunch yeah, of chatty Cathy's. Joe, what you got? friends, so I mean, it is what it is. But I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, I don't think anybody has 100% proof, but have you either read the Bible, either of you guys? Oh, yeah. I learned I to read by reading the Bible. Is it? Okay, good. I yeah, that's so true or not. I yeah. No, the Bible. it was pretty it, boring. It, well, it it's, might be boring, but I think it has a lot of things in it that prove that Jesus existed and that he created the earth okay now, well now we're now we're, I, we're can I be sort of shifting true on that do you gary well, I think, do you re- I think or, this... sorry this is gary <laughs> joe <laughs> joe joe do you require 100 percent certainty before you do something like for example let's say there no. was some microwavable uh uh macaroni and cheese in your freezer and it's been there for a while do you require 100% certainty that it won't give you diarrhea uh, later that evening or the next day before you eat that macaroni and cheese that's been in your freezer for a while? Or do you kind of like look at the date, the expiration date, you see that the, the fridge seems to be working, there's ice in there, everything's fine. And uh, you no, eat, I mean, uh, go ahead. No, most things you put in the microwave, you, you gotta you gotta have faith that it won't give you diarrhea. So no, I don't I don't require 100% proof on that. Well, it's not it's not the same type of faith because with with knowing how um, like you have evidence of previous hang on hang on you you have evidence of previous microwave meals you've eaten and you know that like ninety nine percent of them haven't given you an illness and also you know about food standard agencies and you know about vaguely about the production cycle for for macaroni and cheese and stuff so you have some evidence you don't know for hundred percent but you can you can say oh probably probably this is the case but I don't think we have the same Uh, type of thing. You're not just making a prediction. You're making a prediction based on evidence. Because about 50% of them give me some sort of diarrhea. So, well, uh, if it's fifty percent, then you you can make you can make a prediction based on the evidence in your life. If you've eaten a hundred yeah. microwave meals and fifty and fifty of them have made you ill, then you've got some evidence, and you could say this microwave meal in my hand might well make me ill. And and if I was to eat it, I'd be like, oh, I probably won't because I never get ill from eating even out of date food. And and yeah, I I'm saying that based on evidence that I've experienced in my life. Yeah. Um, and, and we're making a prediction based on evidence, and that's what I'm trying to get to when when we're looking at Johnny's worldview of where the um. Of, where the earth came from we, we get some right. evidence and then we make predictions and that yeah. doesn't mean we're 100 percent the right every single time but it means that if we were just guessing right. randomly we would be right almost never but we're actually we're narrowing down yeah. our, our predictions and making them more and more accurate and that's that's kind of what science is it's just narrowing uh, down our, yeah, our so, predictive ability so that's why pretty much what i'm calling in is because i think that a claim that there's a God has a lot higher of a probability to being true than an atheist point of view where Earth just came from nothing. But are you basing that on evidence or are you just Earth saying came it feels from nothing? Right? Well, I'm not That's what I said. 100% proof. Yeah. Right. Roll back no, the no, tape. But, but I'm not Earth asking for 100% proof. Yeah. I, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not asking for 100% because I feel this is like a little um, rhetorical trick. Because I mean, for example, we could say oh, every single time. No, no, I'm not. I'm not no. trying. To, I'm not accusing you of tricking. Um, uh, sorry, that wasn't me predicting bad 
bad faith onto you. I, I just I'm saying that I don't like that phrase because it's it sounds like one because I could say every single time I throw in a ball, which I'm really bad at doing, that it has gone down towards the earth. And we can say, oh well, that that happens because of gravity. And and you know we we know that we can say that claim we know that. But what could potentially could have happened is there could be a god and no gravity, and there could be this really malicious god who's just like every single time someone throws a ball, I'm going to make it go down towards the earth. That I'm going to make all these planets go around the sun. And then one day I'm just going to stop doing it. And that's gravity has never existed. And it's all just been me having a laugh the whole time. Potentially that is also true. But Intelligent falling. We, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the thing is, what we all we can really do, all science is, is creating a model for the evidence we've seen in the world and making predictions. And, and that, isn't nece- that isn't really a truth claim. That's not saying gravity definitely 100% exists. What we're saying is we have looked at literally trillions of examples of objects interacting. And we've come up with this formula and understanding of gravity and we can make predictions and we're actually right like every single time and if anyone ever made a prediction using our understanding of gravity today like a, a sort of newtonian understanding and um and it was wrong and we were like hey look i just caught this on camera i threw this ball and it just went up and just flew out up into space then we'd be like wow something is going on here we, we need a new understanding of this um but the, the, all we're trying to do is create a model of the world and when it comes to um like you know when you say oh it's not 100% like for sure it's not 100% but that's not really the point the point is that we have this model and it makes accurate predictions and if you want to say i've got you know, I, I believe there's a God and I can make predictions based on it, then cool, let's do that. But I, I'm not convinced you can. And I don't think that we have evidence to, to to point in that direction. I mean, we've got the Bible, but then we've also got the Quran and we've also got like, you know, loads of other holy books. So it was, I think that we need some kind of evidence, you know, to make predictions in order to create this worldview that, that you're saying. We need, we need to, how do we make that model? How do we, how do we like justify that in the same way that I would gravitate? Well, if I can, if I can get a couple words and I mean, Yes, yeah, I'm in Ramayda. Said that. I mean, my yeah, my 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 girlfriend, to be honest, is an atheist, and she's sitting in there laughing. But anyway, so here's the thing, right? Hello. Get him. Cannot. Yeah, she watches the show at five thirty with uh, Matt or whatever. But anyway, um, so you, the Bible isn't just the only thing. I mean, I I've read it a couple of times, and I believe in it. And but I look at everyday life. I mean, look at just look at uh, a baby being born. Look at everything Treats. that life has to offer. Right. It, yeah. You, I mean, I sure. I think there's a God, and you know, I think it happens to be Jesus. But you know, I mean, here's the thing, right? You, there's never going to. I know you keep saying that you don't believe it. I'm not trying to make you believe it, and I'm just calling up to explain why most people do. I don't know about most people, but I would think maybe most people, yeah, believe in a God, not that it's a Jesus. Yeah, most people, most people believe most, in a God. Yeah, right. But there's been a lot yeah. of scientists that actually have been Christian, Muslim, yeah. uh, Jewish. Let's, but they let's didn't use focused. evidence to get that. Let's get let's get focused, please, um, Joe. You, no, you talk about, focused, but it doesn't seem like atheists. Agree I'm with getting focused thing. right now, Joe. I'm getting focused. You say, look at look at we a baby on being born. Thing. Look at a baby being mm. born. Okay, this makes you think of that that God exists. Why? Why specifically does a child Why? being born make you think that God exists? Because look at how precious it is. Look at the the way it happens. There's no. Joe, you are absolutely baiting me into a parasite. Yeah, fact. You want me to get scientific about it? Do you want me to get scientific about it, or yes, yeah, yeah. scientific would help because we're we're talking. Look how precious yeah. it is. Look at how marvelous okay, it is. I, I, be, I agree that babies are precious. Yeah. I think childbirth. Yeah. Is love amazing. them. Love the kids. Please call in, yeah. babies. Yeah. We love you. Why? <laughs> Is that equal 
so let's God. look at how it happens. Look at how sperm eat, hits the egg, and then sure. it takes nine months for the baby to be born. Now, most people nowadays want to have the baby oh. killed, and you know, it is what it is. Oh, no. You're right. Most people do he's want not the baby killed. He's not speaking in an anti-abortion sure. thing. Yeah, he's, he's, he's one of these guys. Girlfriend, oh, Joe, I like that's in the background. You're, you, uh, questionable choice, but, but get more specific. <laughs> Get more specific here, Joe. Okay, it takes nine months for once a sperm gets an egg and that egg implants in the uterine wall and it does its its uh, its business and, and then oh. hormones and all that. So why is that God again? Come on. Like well, it's it's I mean, I, I believe complex. Here, here's here's the thing, too. Right. When you have sex, it feels great. That's why people have sex. It's the best thing you can do ever, pretty much. And so ending, I, when you have a kid, world, world peace, yeah. world peace it, is it the feels, best thing it ever. It also feels great. It yeah. also feels some, great for some people. See that baby being born. So there's two great things in the span of nine months. Okay. So it's the and argument from emotion and the argument from. No, it's not the argument. Uh, here's the philosophy and all this argument from this argument from that. I know, I know. Because I watch. No, no, I Joe, watch Joe. At five thirty, I watch that show all the time. I think it's a good show. I I enjoy yeah. listening to you guys. You know. Okay. But, okay. You know, like like I said when I first called up, I don't think anybody has a hundred percent proof. No, no one's asking for a hundred percent proof, Joe. Why there's about ninety eight, ninety nine percent chance there is a God. Oh, what, but what, were you that? saying the baby though? Was that your was the baby argument? Because was it I, the baby I'm, argument? I'm just, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just absolutely like it's one of the most chomping at the bit. Is that the phrase? Uh, I just want to. I just want to squeeze in a fact. It's one of the. It's a miracle. <laughs> it's a miracle. That's what it, it is. It's, it's a miracle. It's cool. I know, Joe. I totally. Hang yeah. on. Hang on. Hang on a sec. I totally grant you that childbirth is amazing and like it's a beautiful process. No, miracle, and kids are amazing. Though, right? Yeah. Is it not a well, it's not, I'm not um, saying it's a miracle. A miracle. I'm just saying I'm agreeing that it's beautiful. And you could say, "Wow, like there's mountains behind us. Mountains are beautiful." And you could say, "Wow, only mm. a god create could you know a loving god created something that beautiful, created something as beautiful as childbirth." And then I would say, okay, but also I just learned about this parasitic wasp called a dual wasp. <laughs> Sorry, everyone in crew, because I told you this fact earlier. But yeah. what it does is it finds a cockroach, which is way bigger than it. And lots of parasitic wasps right. just um, paralyze their prey and then they carry it off. And they, the uh, dual wasp can't do that because it's too small. So what it does is it uses yeah. a stinger and it goes inside the head of the cockroach. And it is so precise that it finds a part of the brain in the cockroach, which allows it to tell itself to run, like panic run away. And it just destroys that part of the brain. So now the cockroach is still alive. It's not paralyzed. It can still move. It can still feel pain, everything. But it can't run. And it can even jump and flap its wings. And then the jaw wasp jumps down onto the floor and grabs the cockroach and by the antenna and just walks along like a dog with a lead. And it walks it into a burrow that it's dug. And then it lays its legs on the underside, the eggs of the, on the underside of the cockroach, seals off the entrance to the burrow and just goes off. And the cockroach just stands there alive, metabolizing very slowly for eight days. And the eggs hatch out and they burrow into the cockroach and they eat it alive. And it feels all the pain because it's not paralyzed like lots of spiders do. And then all these little baby wasps come out, they make cocoons and then they fly off. And that is so unimaginably horrifying for the cockroach miracle, miracle. to have to, to watch all this happen. And and this is the miracle of wasp right. childbirth. Miracle. And and uh, it's right. so 
It's so evil. It's miracle, I mean, I think it's, it's cool, but yeah, I was kind totally, of being totally sarcastic. sarcastic. Um, it, it's what, so yeah. <laughs> so evil. Uh, how did a god? How would how you know? I, I just think it undoes the look at the trees argument because I think look yeah. at the parasites. They're bleak. Yeah, fuck the trees. Hey, Joe. Um, question, and I'm, and I'm an environmentalist, so that's funny that I said that. But Joe, <laughs> what's your definition of <laughs> of miracle? I, I we're 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 batting you around with little reeds, you know. But I mean, I can, in, I can in your in your you can take it. You can I, I don't really know all definition of a miracle. Joe, Joe, I mean, yeah, that's what I want to know. Yeah, because you can you can say that like, okay, here, here here's something. Here's something. Well, Joe, let me say this, and I'm sorry. I will let you talk. I promise. Um, let's say um, I have a community center, okay, and the city has withdrawn funding for this community center, right? And um, I decide to get together with my friends and we decide to have a, a, a talent show, okay? And me and my friends get together, Turbo, Ozone, others. We get together, we decide to have like a dance thing. We get musicians to come and we raise, you know, $500, but that's not nearly gonna do it because they're gonna, they're gonna bulldoze this community center and the kids really need it. And so at the last minute, just as the city planner comes in with the bulldozers, right? Another person who also values uh, community comes in with $500,000 to save the community center, right? And so we can keep the community center and we can have we can have breakdancing uh, showcases anytime we want to. Is that a miracle or is that just like, oh, great? Uh, I mean, I think it's great. I don't I wouldn't say that's a miracle. No, I wouldn't. Say OK. All right. That's not a miracle. Cool. Not, how about you can't, you can't how about a situation? That. Childbirth is a totally different. OK. T childbirth is totally different. So I would suggest that I a miracle is any miracles because I had never. I would suggest that yeah. I would suggest that a miracle is a situation where the laws of physics are broken and something that cannot happen in our material world happens. Right. Right now, there's probably a better definition out there, right. but my understanding is like okay, yeah. like you know, Muhammad he cuts the moon in half and then it, it seals itself up again, something like that. Uh, what yeah, is miraculous know, about what is miraculous about childbirth? It happens all the time in Texas. It's going to happen a hell of a lot more often. Um, so what's a... miraculous about it when we know that sperms go for eggs, eggs implant in uterine walls, and unless something stops. Uh, that egg from developing into a zygote and then an embryo and then it passes through the vaginal canal out the other end and comes into existence because of one reason or another, a child will eventually come out of this process. What's miraculous about that, Joe? Yeah, it's just natural. I mean, it's what's, evolved. What's but miraculous that. about it? I mean, it, it's yeah. it's unbelievable. It's amazing. I mean, I, I don't know. I if you don't though. think that's a miraculous... Uh, uh, <laughs> it takes nine uh, months for it to happen, for one. Equivocation. So what this is equivocation, Joe. Nine months to, what's that? It's equivocation, Joe. Oh, that, I, know, something I know all is, about it. I know all about it. Just because, yeah, I know all about it. But what I'm saying is... It takes nine months for it to happen. What other natural thing takes nine months to occur? Uh, a redwood tree. <laughs> um, let's see, mountains take millions of years, many nine-month yeah. periods and to happen. Who created the trees, though? I believe that Jesus created the trees. Okay, you why? Know, why did know. Why did Jesus? How, why do you believe that Jesus created the trees? Don't say it's because of faith, because that's shit. Why? Why do you believe that because, Jesus created the trees? Because without trees, you wouldn't have any air to breathe. Without trees, or the animals wouldn't have any food. Plants. Why didn't trees. Why didn't God create like, human beings so they didn't require air to breathe? We also know God made the earth without just, trees. That would just be kind of weird, wouldn't you think? I mean, 
I don't know. It's Why? Joe. 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 Come on. Well, this Wait, is, I mean, also, this you, have just, own, you have your own faith. Why did we need to breathe? There's a faith, and I have my own faith. faith so. What no, faith do we You're have? You're now. Yeah, this, I don't know. I, Joe, hi, here's what I suggest. Listen, here's what I suggest trouble. you do, Joe. I, I, I like talking to you guys. We know I, you're not trouble. I do, I do too. I want you to call back. I want you to, I'd love to have you call hey. Matt, but I, I want you to call back again. So maybe hey, don't call Matt. I'm not going to call Matt because um, Matt, Matt kind of, he hangs up on people. You guys, you guys are yeah. a lot more gracious. And I like listening you to Matt's show. tell all yeah, your friends that because yeah. that's why everyone should call in to talk even. Yeah, talk <laughs> even. Tell all your friends. Like, tell your girlfriend, you know. I, I, Thank you. I get you have a different opinion of me, so you won't have to worry about that. My, <laughs> my advice, my advice yeah. for next time you call in is yeah. uh, like you know you're saying you're not trolling. Like we're not we're not trying to troll you either, and I'm not trying to like right. humiliate you. But for some things, when no. it's like why why do you think this happened, and and then you kind of retreat right. to oh you've got faith too. That's not that's not relevant. It feels like like you're trying to deflect away a point, and and I would I I think personally myself yeah, when when I deflect, if, like maybe. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I think it's good not to. Points, you know? so, yeah, yeah. So when right. when someone says, you know, what? Why would God create us needing oxygen? If you don't know, you could be like, uh, I don't know. I'll go away and call back. Like we're not trying to dunk on you in the show. You know, if you go on atheist experience, if you want to get dunked on, but like if you don't know why God created people with needing oxygen, then you could be like, I'll tell you what, I'll call okay, you back. Man. Go talk to your but go Katie, talk to your I pastor. I enjoy talking to you, and I enjoy talking to. Uh, yeah. I forget your name now, but because I'm not watching. Johnny, it. Thank I you. Mean, thank Barry. you. I got one too. I got one too. It's Johnny P. Angel. <laughs> yeah. uh, and you're, and you're a he friend. Him, right? Or he him. Is that your pronouns? I am. I yes, am. Are we going right, to get cool. a little good, time? Good. All day. Joe, well, you, right, uh, you go, go your merry way, Joe. Thank you so much for Thanks, calling. Joe. Call back with some, some abortion different. Abortion saves um, lives. Yeah. Is that, did he say that at the very end? He got he got a sneaky abortion comment in the near, near the end. Not right. Didn't want to troll us, but then throws out his. Just gonna yeah. make a point about not not to not to call you out, Johnny, but I'm I'm not convinced that banning abortion reduces the number of abortions. I think it just reduces it increases the number of deaths from abortion. I don't know if there's necessarily yeah. going to be an increase in the number of babies being yeah. born. Um, maybe, but I don't actually think I've seen evidence for that. So not not I just I think it's an important part of anti-abortion um yeah. propaganda to say that they're saving babies' lives, but th there won't be any difference. That good point. I know it's I, I, I don't have data i don't have data on that one but much like how i suspect that making certain activity like marijuana illegal some people won't do it and people will some people will go and get their marijuana legally i think that there will be people who cannot afford to have children who shouldn't have children will go ahead and and not get abortions and and carry that pregnancy to term and have children uh will raise it or will give it up for adoption but i do i agree with you i think that uh a huge number of people will go get illegal, possibly dangerous abortions. Some some will get pilled and they will yeah. be okay. Some will get pills and they will not be okay. And some will seek out other means of abortion and it won't be good for them. Um, but I, I would argue that it's just or not society. good for society. All women yeah, in general. People. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that... Um, we probably have time for one more call. Let's okay. uh, let's take Alok from California. He him says, uh, "Is being LGBTQ a choice?" I wonder why no. you're calling in to talk heathen to ask this question. Um, but maybe it's religious religion based. But it says you're an atheist, Alok. Yeah, I think I mainly I think I mainly called because Katie is here and I watch her transfer Atlantic show, and I, it may not be related to atheism. And sometimes I wonder why we discuss it. Maybe we discuss it because the religious assholes discriminate against trans people and all that stuff. But I've been doing some research on this topic recently, and that's why I called. Maybe you can educate me 
or maybe we can debate that in the last four years, the, the number of people in the Gen Z generation who identify as LGBTQ has gone up from 10% to 21%. And I've read some other scientific <clears throat> articles, and I think the medical consensus, it is not a choice. Uh, 60% of these people, I think, identify as bisexual, which maybe could be a choice. So my only point was, uh, we always say it is uh, by birth, it is not a choice. The more I read, I'm more unconvinced of it. So I was just trying to ask you guys if it's possible if it's a choice, because it changes the dynamic entirely of the debate. Because if it's a choice, then maybe you can talk to the person and and tell them, hey, is this the choice you're making? You know what you're going to face? This is, this is what's going to happen. And it kind of doesn't make sense it's a choice because they are the most discriminated people. So why would you make that choice? But I think yep. the Gen Z and this generation, uh, even though they're more open to admitting it now because things have changed, I don't think in four years it would double from 10 to 21%. So I'm trying to figure out where I'm wrong. Right. So I think um, this kind of, is it a choice or isn't is, isn't it a choice? I mean, it's kind of a false dichotomy. Not, I'm not accusing you of bringing that. It's, it's the way that politics always gets boiled down to just yes or no on everything. And then there's no room for like nuance or anything. I What I usually say is, you know, I'm saying, oh, it's not a choice. And that's what I'd say when I'm talking on some politics show where I get one minute to do a soundbite or something. And the reason I'd say that is I'm communicating that it isn't like some, oh, I'm just going to be gay today, like some kind of freestanding choice. But that isn't me making the claim that being LGBT is 100% nature and um, that's the only factor influencing it. I th- you know, I think all human behaviour is a mixer of nature and nurture. Um, I just think it's largely nature for being LGBT. Um, and I think there's there's a number of reasons that I would make that claim. And I think, like you say, the fact that people are so discriminated against is arguably a piece of evidence. But also we have evidence of LGBT people existing in cultures where there is, you know, it's, it's punishable by death and um, we have evidence of it in every single culture in in the world and throughout history um and it that seems unlikely um given uh you know that would be unlikely if it was something that we had just kind of invented um also we have evidence that conversion therapy doesn't work so you'd think if it was uh environmental you could just teach people to not be gay and there are a lot of people trying very hard to do that and it's it's not happening um on the um, the increase in numbers and, and you mentioned bisexual being a choice and I, I think I know what you mean here is that if you were born bisexual and like sexually attracted to men and women and you were a man and you grew up in a society that's like virulently homophobic then you might just look at men and then you'll marry a woman and you'll never tell anyone and then suddenly you're in a society where it's acceptable to be bisexual or just like totally normal and no one cares then you'll be more likely to tell people so the rates like in that sense it's a choice to reveal it and bisexual people have some level of choice about how to display their sexual orientation to other people in that they can stay in the closet um, and still live a happy life with a partner in a way that gay people can't. Um, so you're right, in, in a society that's more accepting of um, of LGBT people, then we would expect the like bisexual people coming out more. We also have... Um, <clears throat> I mean, we do have a similar thing. I mean, in history, gay people have married in straight relationships and have even come out quite late into their lives. Uh, so, so we do we do see a lot of pressure to be heterosexual, and the same with a lot of pressure to be cis. Um, for trans people, there is a kind of a weighing off of the pros and cons in transitioning. Um, 
obviously gender dysphoria is horrible and some people have it so bad that they get into this position where it's like, I, well, I will transition even if I lose all my friends and family, even if I'm fired, even if I'm kicked out of my church, even if I'm lost from my community, because I just have to, because it's, it's transition or death. Lots of people aren't that. N none of this is like a strict binary. Uh, it's, it's, there's a range. It's like any sort of medical condition where you could have a really bad headache or not, not such a bad headache. And if you're, if you have gender dysphoria and it's quite bad, but it's not like do or die on transition, then you might be able to force yourself to live some kind of life and existence. Or maybe gender dysphoria isn't that bad at all. Um, and then as society becomes more accepting, the the cost uh, risk or the risk reward ratio changes more in your favor, and you'll be more likely to come out. Um, so I think I think that's a factor in it, and I. Th I think I think there's some uh, evidence for that in that we can see that trans people exist in every society, but in more accepting societies, more of them come out and they come out at earlier ages as well, which is uh, an, an important factor. Like when I, you know, I, I, ex I had gender dysphoria when I was a kid and I wished I was a girl when I was a kid, um, but I didn't know that was a thing until much later in my life. And now all these kids know it because it's on TV and there would be lots of people who would be coming out later in life. And also, so we don't just, it's not just that um, as people become more aware, then people are having more courage to come out. It, it happens quite a lot faster because there are loads of people all of a sudden of this whole generation who are being taught about LGBT issues and they can learn about it from the internet. Um, and all of a sudden they, you know, that whole, the whole generation is given that knowledge. And so all of the trans ones there will come out. Um, so I guess to your thing about being less and less convinced it's not a choice. Oh, sorry, one other point. Was, you were saying about it changes the nature of the like discussion or, or debate or whatever. I would say, I mean, I think trivially so for sexual orientation. <clears throat> um, if it was a choice, like a totally free choice, then they should be allowed to choose that. Uh, there's, it doesn't affect my life at all if you're gay or straight or bisexual or, or anything. Like it really makes no difference to me. And, and if I'm offended by it, then I'm just a loser. Like who cares? Fuck off. If we discover tomorrow, scientifically proven fact, being gay is a choice, then we should still have gay rights. We should still have gay marriage. Gay people should still be allowed to adopt. There's nothing wrong with gay people or being gay at all. And for trans people, I would argue the same. I, 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 I think, so I'll just finish off and then I'll give you the last thing. Um, uh, Just on trans people, I think that people should have bodily autonomy and, and the choice to control their own body and choose who they are i mean whether it's a choice or not um we do know that like transition improves people's lives so we have some scientific evidence for it but it, i mean we, we let people do all kinds of dumb stuff i mean even if transition didn't really improve people's lives i mean we let people smoke uh, that's that's a stupid choice so um anyway what what do you have as a response unless johnny wants because, to uh, of the time, uh, because of the timing the last two things were yeah i personally could, uh, couldn't care if it was the choice or by birth but i've been arguing with okay. zealots and even moderate is that it's not a choice and the latest medical research and everything I'm saying I, mm. it, it, tells me, it tells me the wrong way and I couldn't care less but I think if that is the fact that some, some of it is choice some of it is birth some of it is a mixture we should represent the truth because we the atheism relies on facts right and then yeah, the last thing was sure. Johnny was asking why, and the last thing was what Johnny was asking why is it part, part of our atheism shows oh I'll tell you why it's part of our atheism shows and I'm going to let you go while I answer that question Loke, I really appreciate that you called, but we're running out of time. So I'm going to drop you. Please call again with your good questions in the future. The reason why this is uh, part of atheism shows, and even though, you know, and I, I think you're on the side that I am about this, is that the reason why I think a lot of people are against uh, the LGBTQ community is because they've been indoctrinated by their by their religion to say that there is a very specific role that a person 
been born with XY chromosomes in a very specific row that a person XX chromosomes have. And XXs have to have long hair and have to crank out the babies. They need to be subservient. They need to let the XY chromosome people uh, be the leaders in the family, leaders in the community. They need to shut the fuck up and listen to what they have to say. They say this on various different uh, levels. They say this with various different words. They usually couch it in terms of the dignity of motherhood and the high responsibility of managing a house. But ultimately, it comes down to if you're a gal, shut the flying fuck up and listen to the men because of religion or because because Jesus says so, because because Genghis proclaimed it so or Muhammad or whoever the fuck ever sky daddy. Right. That's why it comes up, because I can't think of any legitimate reasons outside of superstition and dogma for these rules to apply to anybody ever. Right. Uh, that's why it comes. Um, so yeah. with that a said, base position. Yeah. Yeah. So with that said. We really do appreciate uh, you tuning in and watching the show. I want to say how we how you can uh, support the show right here below the chat. We have a fundraiser. One hundred percent of the proceeds go directly to the ACA. YouTube doesn't charge anything, so donate there if you can afford to do so. We appreciate it. Click the like uh, of this video and subscribe if you haven't already, and share it with your friends who are uh, atheism curious. Um, you can become a member by joining. You can support us on Patreon at tiny.cc slash patreon th we have a channel where you can listen to all of the atheist experience network shows in pod in podcast form that's at tiny.cc slash a n you can join us on our fan run facebook page at tiny.cc slash f b t h g if you want to continue the discussion sometimes we're in in acd we're not actually in acd right now but we will be uh in the future i believe um but more important than any of that you need to come and check out the latest version version of the the nonprofits which comes in at 3 p.m. central right after this show. Go get yourself a, a a hot tea or a cold coffee or whatever it is you drink and come and join us for the nonprofits. Let's go to crew, crew cam. Let's take a look at our crew. Let's Yay, see what crew. they're up to. We've got some firsts here today. We've got some happy people. We've got kitty cats and we're we're so glad because none of this would be happening without those people uh doing it. Uh, we're just a bunch of talking heads. Uh beautiful, fantastic talk. Marvelous ones, but talking is all Top the same. tier heads, mate. Top tier S rank. Uh, listen, uh, we, we talk a lot about the essential workers. That's never going to end. All right. Fair wages for your it's work. Normal. Okay. These, these top earners I'm with Katie. I suspect that a lot of these top earners are parasites, but, uh, most of us are not, we're working for a living. So please stay safe. Um, wear your masks where appropriate. There's some variants that are coming down the pipeline and it's, uh, could be very dangerous for some people who are get your vaccines. If you haven't already haven't, um, whether or not you believe, uh, we want to thank you. Keep tuning in. Keep having these conversations with us. We love it. If you don't believe in, uh, you know, Jesus and trees and, uh, and Katie's wasps, uh, this is your community. Come on down, talk to us, send us emails, uh, leave us, leave us comments in the chat. We love you and we want you to stay safe. But if you do believe, we don't hate you. We're just not convinced. See you next time. We want the truth, so watch Truth Wanted live Friday at 7 p.m. Central. Visit tiny.cc slash YTTW and call into the show at 512-991-9242 or connect to the show online at tiny.cc slash call TW.